Welcome to the Be the Adult podcast. Be the Adult is a nonprofit organization that provides blueprints for calm and effective parenting so that children can grow into their best selves. Because ultimately, we aren't raising children, we are raising little people who will one day be adults. Hello, Nancy. Hey, Marisol. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Good. I'm excited for this week's topic. It is episode four of the Be the Adult podcast. If you are just joining us this week, we are a nonprofit with a passion to share content in the world to help people live their best lives. To change the world. (laughs) To change the world. (laughs) And we have come up with about 15 concepts for calm and effective parenting. Because we believe that if we start at home, <laughs> um, all our worlds could change Absolutely. for the better. Yeah. So this week's topic I'm excited about, Speak Kindly. And if you have not listened to our previous podcast, I highly suggest you go back and listen to them because it will help you. And I'm just, I'm thrilled um, to be doing this with you. So thank you. Thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you. Yeah, these first few podcasts... The, the, they really build on each other because including today and the last few have really been how to set ourselves up mm-hmm. to be effective mm-hmm. parents and form good relationships. It's kind of getting ourselves into the mode. Yes. And they kind of build up because the last, they're like building blocks, I feel. Mm-hmm. Good analogy. Like, yeah. The last few were, you know, stay calm, behave gently, and now we're going to speak kindly. Yes. And if someone's listening to us, you know, we've had a few people listen to our, our podcast and, and they say that we're very, you know, our voices are very calm and yes. light. And you might think that, you know, we speak kindly all the time. <laughs> I do 100%, don't you? <laughs> no, I'm going to say that as a Latin woman, <laughs> speaking kindly is not inherently <laughs> bred into me. It was not. Um, I... The kindest way I can put it is, I am. I can become very passionate. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and uh, I am a lover of words and especially profanity. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking kindly is something that I've had to work on, um, and I, it's a struggle for me. Unlike others that you would have thought would have been a bigger struggle, but it's my favorite one. It's mm-hmm. the one that I, I love practicing uh, speaking kindly to in general, and speaking kindly to myself, which Beautiful. Is, um, is a huge thing. So let me read from the, the book. This is from the perspective of the child to the parent. So why is speaking kindly important? Why? This teaches me that I deserve to be spoken to respectfully, and it also shows me how I should talk to you and others. How? Please use kind words even when you are upset because hurtful words can't be taken back. Ooh, that first line yeah. hits me right in the solar plexus. Oh, it's a. I've seen an example of this. Probably, I, I can't remember where, but like words are like a piece of paper, and if you crumple it up and throw that piece of paper at someone, you can unfold that piece of paper. Yes, but it's still crumpled up. Absolutely. And you know, physical um, abuse is very (laughs) it's obvious you know it's a thing but words are not so obvious sometimes because sometimes you just speak to people the way you 
were spoken to growing up. Right. You don't realize the emotional toll that that can take. Right. So I want to talk about speaking kindly. <laughs> yes, because I'm just going to kind of name mm-hmm. what you're saying, right? So mm-hmm. we we can see the trauma that physical abuse inflicts on our kids and and other adults. And it's hard to see the trauma that um, words, emotional abuse inflicts. And it, the wounds are just as deep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes carry more shame because it's they're not seen by others yeah, it, as it, easily. Yeah. And I think the, the, the way I think of it is the words can become the tape in your head. Absolutely. The words that you're, like for me, when I, I took on... Uh, learning meditation it was really hard for me because not because of the sitting still part or anything but it was the awareness of the loop that was playing in my head mm-hmm. which was my mom's voice yeah. <laughs> and my mom did not speak kindly to me yes. I know when I laugh about this stuff that it's probably some sort of mechanism but it works for me it's okay whatever <laughs> works just know my heart hurts when I you know, say your, that yeah. your eyes always look so sweet but that uh, those wounds to me are the harder ones to get over than the the physical. For me, this mm-hmm. is everyone's a different person. So this one's really important to me um, about speaking kindly and also being aware of it. Absolutely. Yeah, and in my experience and with clients and the world, um, the not speaking kindly, more of the um, kind of the uh, emotional abuse is okay for yeah, me yeah, to name no, it that ahead. way for you. Um, That's a kind way of saying yeah. <laughs> The crap, right? Yeah. Um, flies more often all day long, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. where, um, you know, the, the physical abuse, while sometimes it is daily, unfortunately, for people. Um, could be more, you know, every episodic, once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, but both of them wound so deeply, and there's so much research out there. And again, this is not a therapeutic podcast; it's a conversational, so it's not clinical. But please, if you want to do the the, the research of um, the negative, really harmful, traumatic effects of both physical and um, and emotional abuse. Abuse, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know when I say the word abuse, it could trigger someone like, oh, I'm. They don't want to see themselves as an abusive person. I don't want to see myself as an abusive person, but I know I have said things that, you know, rewinding the tape, I don't want that to be my child's inner dialogue. Right. Because at that moment, I didn't use the right words. I didn't speak kindly. Right. I didn't get the point across that I wanted to get across correctly using, (laughs) using, you know, uh, the most evolved version of me to say what I needed to say. And that is universal. Like, I don't know who is listening to this podcast, but I can say that we've all probably said something at some point that the child could have interpreted the wrong, the way that is going to stick to them. Absolutely. Yeah, and not feel good enough. There's yeah. that shame piece. Yeah, there are a couple of layers again. Yeah, there's always layers <laughs> yeah, on these topics. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and I'm not in no particular order, but... Um, we decrease the probability that we're going to be heard and we're going to be able to lead our kids, right? Um, be the people they look to for guidance when we are reactive, when we are not speaking kindly, because most kids will either shut down and to start tuning us out because this crap is coming towards them, mm-hmm. which doesn't feel good, or 
they're going to get super angry, right? Which is valid, right? Mm-hmm. And tr- their defenses will go up and their porcupine needles will come out and they'll lash out. And so neither space is a space that um, they're going to be actually able to hear us mm-hmm. and take in the the hopefully good part of what we're trying to, to say. say. Yeah. yeah, and then another layer, right? It teaches them that they deserve to be treated that way, that they're not good enough for us that we can treat them mm-hmm. so poorly, mm-hmm. that, that somehow they deserve that because they don't have the brain development yet to be like, oh, that's mom's shit. Yeah. Instead, it's, wow, what's wrong with me that I, that mom's talking to me mm-hmm. that way? And that, can I just yeah, stop sorry. you there? Yeah. <laughs> The what's wrong with me mm-hmm. is a lifelong journey to heal. Yeah. So it's really important to be aware of that. Again, it becomes the sub- it can become the subconscious mm-hmm. voice in your child's head. Even if it's not your norm, words have such an impact on the soul. I think it's yeah, on the soul. It's a good really. way to say it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's traumatic, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's kind of like if you picture um, cement and... All of the harsh words that we use are imprinted forever. I mean, I hate to say it that way, yeah. um, but it's true. And so having the awareness, we can't change anything we said in the past, and we know that that was our best. Some of it kind of sucked, but it was our best at the moment. But it's like, okay, well, what can I do about it yeah. now to reduce that? And then another layer, sorry, I, I obviously have a lot of passion. Yeah, go ahead. Keep go ahead. running on about this, um, is that then when we hear our children speak to us unkindly we're like oh no uh -uh." but yet who taught them that we did right and so it's total setup for Mm -hmm. them to fail Mm -hmm. because that's the language we're teaching them yeah no absolutely yeah i've 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 had that come back to me. It's like a boomerang. Like as soon as I've done, I love your analogies. (laughs) I've done something. It does not take that long to see that behavior come right back at me. It's like, oh, I I will give an example again. Not not my proudest moments. Um, It wasn't actually something that was directed at one of my kids, but my kids observed me, (laughs) right? (laughs) And I was. This was many years ago, and it was an incredibly tense situation in my life. And I took my cell phone, and I tossed it with a a slew of profanities coming out of my mouth. (laughs) And one of my children observed me doing that. Yeah, My child, for years, would get an extreme level of anger, would throw his cell phone. Mm. I shouldn't say say which child, but I just did. That was, and I, I constantly was like, you learned that from me. Yeah. This is a, I, there, I can't blame anyone else. I can't blame the situation. I can't blame, you know, what the extreme um, things I was going on for my behavior. That's what happened. Yeah. And it sucks. I, I hated it. It took him, it was a, it took him a few rounds of that to realize, right. you know, to teach himself not to do that. Right. It was a, a great teachable moment for him and I. Yeah. But he learned that from me. Yeah. Yeah. How beautiful, though, that, you know, <laughs> that it could become a teachable moment yeah. for him to realize in life that, you know, you're rewiring his brain and a lot of it is amazing. And <laughs> take the good right, and right. leave the bad. <laughs> right. And I hope he always has that awareness mm. to like, okay, so how am I being in this world now that's really 
takes good care of me and others? And how am I being in this world that mm, needs some work? Yes. So, yes. Yes. yeah. So thanks thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little cringing right now as people hear this. But yes, I, I'm a big proponent of speaking kindly because I I know for myself, I I as zen-like as people like to say that we are, mm-hmm. I have moments where that fire just, you know, hits and I don't speak kindly. And it kind of piggybacks on our last podcast where I'm not behaving gently. <laughs> 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 and then piggybacks on the one before that, right. I'm not staying calm. And I have what, as I'm kindly going to explain, is a teachable moment right. of like, shit. Yes. You know, where I'm not showing up as my best version of myself. I will forgive myself because I'm human. I can give an example more, a little bit more benign example, but just to show the spectrum of all of this, right? So um, trying to remember my exact words, but I'm in front of one of my kids. I have a somewhat of a sweet tooth is an understatement I've been working on. And um, I in the past, I'd like to say, I still do it, but not as much, would say, ugh, what's wrong with me? Why did I just eat that piece of cake or whole cake or <laughs> box of Girl Scout cookies or whatever it is? And um, um, one day, one of my kids looked at me and said, why do you get so mad at yourself for doing that? And I would say, huh, I don't know. Why do I get so mad? I guess it's because it's a behavior I want to change, but I'm not doing it. And he's like, well, you're not going to help yourself change if you keep beating yourself up. That's beautiful. And I was like, ooh, I guess you have been listening to me, (laughs) even though you pretend like you don't. So again, this could be, and it's a whole spectrum of behaviors that they're watching. And whether we're not speaking kindly to ourselves or not speaking kindly to others or not behaving gently, um, yeah, they yeah. they will. I will say that you know, using that phone um, story, that's where it, it it imprinted on me. Like, wow, they are really wa- like they absorb everything I'm doing, yes, and recreating it in their own life. Yes, so it it was very eye opening to me. And it, it it was it. You know, I I joke about it now on a podcast, but I. Um, <laughs> It was a huge moment in my family's dynamic where we're like, okay, I I need to keep this in check. And he learned after multiple phones that I would not purchase for him. Right, good, good, good. (laughs) I was wondering about that. No, no, he learned that lesson on his own. It took him, you know, a few times of that and me being very honest and saying, this is me. I, it breaks my heart to see you do that because I know that you learned this from me. Yeah. And I always say, I'm giving you lots of opportunities to grow and evolve. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's true. (laughs) Take the good, take the stuff that I've done good Mm -hmm. and leave the stuff that I've done wrong because I'm doing things, you know, some things wrong because I'm not perfect. And that's the message I want to give to everyone listening. You're listening to this podcast. You're already taking one step in the right direction. Huge step. Yeah. But we all make mistakes. We all don't show up perfectly to every situation. And our children are watching. So start with speaking kindly to yourself. You know, forgive yourself for those moments that you didn't show up perfectly. And speak kindly to your kids. 
Yeah, and know it was your best. People kind of look funny at me when I say that. They're like, how can you say that was my best? That sucked. Like, But it was your best. Otherwise, you would have done differently. And I knew, like, if I told this true story of the why I threw my phone, like what I was reading at the moment, (laughs) that, you know, and, and everything that was going on in my life at that given moment, people would be like, that's the least you did. That's like, right. <laughs> so I am kind to myself and, and I'm that I know that at that moment, that was the best I could do. Honestly, that I didn't yep. do a, something else that ended me in jail. Exactly. Probably the, uh, the worst case scenario. So you it is the best you can do at that moment. Yeah. And it's where we grow, right? We grow when we get uncomfortable enough with the crap that we're swimming in. Right. I think we talked about that one of the other podcasts. When things get uncomfortable enough, we want to get out of that. And so you had that really uncomfortable moment and you grew from it. And so did your kid. That's beautiful. That's that's how it works. Another piece of this is that speaking kindly to yourself, but also modeling speaking kindly to others, because we are teaching our children how to be in relationship. Right. And in relationship with themselves obviously in relationship with us and then they'll take that out into the world and they're going to learn from us how to interact and treat others Mm -hmm. and so we really i i believe i've said a thousand times probably ten thousand to my kids everything starts in the home because that's really where the the wiring is done right that's where they take they take it out Mm -hmm. to the rest of the world Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so hard to change Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's so deeply ingrained. Yeah, but yeah. you can. I mean, I that's the only reason I feel comfortable being on a podcast about parenting mm-hmm. with you is because I I have changed. Mm-hmm. I've taken um, a story of origin that's pretty, her like literally an example of everything that you're not supposed to do yeah. in this book. Yeah, and I'm not professing to be perfect or an expert in anything, but I have a. I have the life that I want to have today. I have the relationship I have with my kids today because of these hmm. concepts that help me. And so I, I invite anyone to try, you know, just try. Absolutely. And the trying, give yourself credit for trying. Yeah. It's the effort. Like we always, you always hear praise your kids effort. That's the best way to get them kind of where they need to be same with ourselves and it's a practice mm-hmm. like like yoga or running or anything new you, language uh-huh. yeah you it's not something that um you're going to get the first time around and it's forever you're going to be fine per, you know do this perfectly it's a practice you're going to have moments you know you're not going to be speaking kindly you're going to i gosh since starting this podcast, <laughs> I remember with one of my kids, I got uh, frustrated, and in speaking to them, I I used profanity, and in my like thought bubble, <laughs> not you know my thought bubble was like this is not you know you should not be doing right, a podcast right. <laughs> on this, and then but immediately I was like, I provided me the opportunity to circle back and like okay i'm sorry mommy dropped the f-bomb yes but you still have to you know (laughs) (laughs) but it's the saying i'm sorry right Mm -hmm. it's showing them that they're going to screw up what do you do when you screw up you're aware of it you own it you try to make amends for it right which is good stuff yeah yeah all opportunities for growth that's what i say absolutely um and, and in the opportunity for growth right to try you know we talked about this in the previous 
podcast or maybe the beginning of this one to not take the bat and beat ourselves up. Because if you're standing at a baseball diamond, I always mix metaphors, but if you're going to stand at a baseball diamond and take a bat and hit yourself, you're going to get bruised and bloody and decrease the probability that you'll run around the bases and grow and change Mm -hmm. and get where you want to be. But instead, if you put the bat down, you're like, oh, look at that bat. That stunk. Yeah. Right or that sucks. Yeah. What can I do to not beat myself up? What can I do to run around the bases and and grow? Yes. So, <clears throat> if someone is not, if this is not their, if this is their weakest link, if speaking kindly to themselves and to their children is not their default, their I mean, biggest challenge. It may. It doesn't have to necessarily be that they're you know, violently angry, but maybe they're just very, like, short and, you know, very little, um, what's the word? Kindly. Right. And what do you suggest for someone if this is out of their norm? Yeah, so there are a thousand things to do. Um, if someone is really behavioral, right, come on, some concrete um, mechanisms, maybe get a jar, and every time that you use a word that you don't think is... Uh, so appropriate or, or kind, put a penny in it. Or on your phone, make a tally mark if you don't want anyone else to know you're doing this. Um, another way, we call it increasing your awareness functioning. So we have to be acutely aware of something to want to change it, right? And we really, it's counterintuitive, but we need to get uncomfortable enough with it to want to change it. So we need to lean into it. So any other way you can do it. So the kind of the token jar is one way. Another way is to... Um, Get the note part of your phone or in a piece of paper. Old school is what I do. And write down all day long the words that you use that aren't so kind. And then read it to yourself, not in front of your children, but read it to yourself at the end of the day and just sit with that and say, wow, I said all these things today. How does that feel for me right now? And notice in your body, what does that feel like to have spoken unkindly 30 times or whatever it is that you come up with? And just sit with that and don't beat yourself up and say, wow, I suck. Just say, wow, I wasn't aware of how often I speak unkindly to others or to myself. And then do that for a couple days or a week until you get so uncomfortable and so much more aware that then you'll have more of the want to change that. And then maybe after you finish that, the next day start with, you know what, pick a kind word in the morning and say, I'm going to make sure I say this word five times today. So that's just a, off the top of my head, um, a couple things we could do. Is that helpful? Yeah, no. I, um, I'm remembering a few years ago, I'd gone on a cruise with my kids, and we had gotten, you know, those like coconut drinks that the, the drinks come in. Oh, yeah, those coconut. are cool. <laughs> and so when we came home, we played this game over the summer, because I was trying to implement this uh, within the sibling right. uh, uh, dynamic. And we played a game. I don't remember exactly how it started, but I think everyone started with a certain amount in their coconut. And if they were kind, if something was said kindly, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was like whatever we started with, let's just say $5, I would put a dollar in that person's coconut. Mm-hmm. If something was said unkindly or done that was not kind, a dollar was removed from the coconut. So all summer long, money was transferring in and out of these coconuts based on how kind we were. Beautiful. And at the end of the summer, the the one child (laughs) who had the most money in her coconut because she really practiced being 
Uh-huh. So that was just something we had done. It wasn't so much about the money, but the awareness of it was right. a huge gift. Right. It was like, whoa. Can't change anything without the awareness. Yeah. And the more aware we become, the easier it becomes to change something. Yeah. 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 Increases our watch to change it. Absolutely. And then it models for our children, too. If we don't have to show them our list of 30 unkind words, I'm sure they yeah. were privy to a lot of them. But we say, you know what? I want to change that. Mm-hmm. I don't like how I'm speaking to myself and to you, and I'm so sorry, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to work on changing that, and this is what I'm going to do. So they see us putting effort in Mm -hmm. to changing something, Mm -hmm. and it shows them that they deserve, again, to be treated more kindly, um, and that they we're showing them that we deserve to treat ourselves kindly, too. Excellent. So that is episode four on Speaking Kindly. I'm excited to delve into episode five next week on listen to me that one's that one's going to be a little meaty because there's a lot there there's a lot there and um i want to say again thank you for listening to the podcast and joining us on this uh journey if you would like to support the podcast please rate and review share and if you'd like to support our nonprofit organization Uh, look for information at our website www.betheadult.org thank you and pat yourself on the back for listening yes thank you for listening to the be the adult podcast please follow us on facebook and instagram and don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast a special thank you to a few of our barn dance barbecue fundraiser sponsors for their generous support Rees Architecture Coastal Carolina Radiation Oncology, The Valentino Family, The Law Office of Jeffrey Porter, Emerge Ortho. See you on the next episode of Be the Adult Podcast.